Bate. Wow. That's one of my hey. favorite beats right there. It is. What's up, y'all? The DJ okay. Boo Radio Show. Hey, guys. What's up? What's up? It's your boy, DJ Duke. DJ, DJ Keith. Knowledge. What's up, y'all? Man, <laughs> you held it out. That was, that was impressive. Thank you. That was impressive. How was everybody's weekend? Knowledge. What you, keys, what you, keys first. Ladies first. Okay. 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 First. My weekend was good. Shout out mm-hmm. to Marcus Dent. I did the mm-hmm. 500 and under... Um, Art gallery, Maryland Art Gallery. I DJ that, so that okay. was dope. Um, but besides that, I had like private events, but pretty okay. chill. Oh, that was good, man. Um, it was cool. I was in Philly, mm-hmm. well, with you on Friday. Uh, I was Philly. Cool. It looked. Like, I seen y'all yes. Instagram. Hey, it was. I ain't gonna lie. It, it was, looked lit. Philly we was crazy, in the VIP man. section, and yeah. it was. It was talk lit. That like it was yeah. lit. Yeah. It was definitely lit. Uh, it was one artist. Um, mm-hmm. What was his name? What the artist? The artist. Oh, uh, Black, Black, yeah, Black Denaro. Okay. Yeah. He performed. He actually did like a video joint, like on the spot. Um, nice. Yeah, it was cool. He yeah. recorded his video on yeah, the spot. Yeah, yeah, he had, yeah. He had a videographer in there. Oh, I mean, yeah, was, kill two birds with one stone. I'm, right. I, I love it. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, it yeah. was cool. Great, great, great weekend. Yeah, yeah. Friday. Like I, well, for me, Friday was in Philly. Um, shout out to DJ Matty Rock Nation. Yeah, man. Yes, 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 They yes. are here December 29th. I shout out Nick and Time Media on the live. So make sure y'all get y'all tickets for that. Um, and then Saturday, I had a uh, fashion show. Shout out to Nelly Hendricks and them. And um, before that, um, I had the Aloft Hotel. Okay. Um, shout out yeah. to Dr. White and um, the whole crew there. That was that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Sunday, you know, I chilled out, laid back. Monday was the artist showcase. Mm-hmm. Last night was a toy drive. Shout out to DJ Cole. Bring up later. So, you know, busy as usual. Blessed. You know, I really like that leather. I wish y'all could see this leather. Thing. It's Mew this Letter. Mew Letter. Black Let's talk about that. Brand. Where, where can, we, can we speak on that real quick? Where yeah, can we she's a New York-based company. Okay. And how do you say that? Mew Letter. Mew Letter. Mm-hmm. She's African and Austrian. Oh, All right. Okay. Sounds yeah. expensive. So uh, if I had $500, can I get that or? Absolutely. Something like this is probably like three fifty. Right. See, as she talk, that's boss talk. That's bo- man, I'm gonna let you talk. <laughs> salute the fashion. Yes, salute the yes. fashion. Hey, the fashion. Yes. Hey, what we got yes, for yes. our hot topics of the day today? Miss Keish the brand. This your girl DJ Keish, and we're getting into the hot topics of the week. Well, both of you guys have Instagram, right? I don't know if you guys follow Supercent. Raynell Stewart, the CEO of The Crayon Case, which is a makeup company. No? Okay. You guys follow no. her? Uh-uh. Okay, you definitely have to because she's hilarious. Um, and the real BB Judy, you you like loving hip-hop. You always mm-hmm. see them shouting out the miracle drops that you do for your edges, that people use for the edges. I have edges, so... Uh, well, I'm saying women <laughs> or men. You can use it on your hairline, your mustache, whatever. Oh, oh, John, no. Okay, okay. Now nah, he's my barber. Anyway. Jessica Dupart, <laughs> the CEO of the Kaleidoscope Hair Products. Well, they hosted the NOLA Big Christmas at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Mm -hmm. They actually hosted the biggest toy giveaway in the world Mm. with 5,019 toys. So they actually made history. They actually just have the Guinness World Record now for the largest toy drive. So shout out to them. Hong Kong had it previously at 3,000, but they surpassed them at 5,019 toys so that, that's amazing that's yeah. amazing and they actually had too many toys like for the people that came out so they actually gave the rest of the toys to everybody that volunteered so everybody that volunteered mm. pretty much had Christmas is done for them for their families okay. they walked away okay. with big trash bags so and you don't have to just give away at that level just know that 
it's the holiday season. You can just give away at any level. Mm-hmm. Um, Cheney Dungy, she is the first black African-American um, president of a major network. Mm. She was the former president of ABC Network, where she helped oversee the development of shows such as Scandal, which is my favorite, How to Get mm. Away with Murder, another top favorite, The Good Doctor, a show that's on now that I enjoy, and Once Upon a Time. I don't know if you guys seen any of those shows. Well, she just said good riddance to ABC and just joined Netflix. What? Okay. Yes. Netflix is is killing. Killing it. She's going to be the vice president alongside Cindy Holland, where she will actually oversee um, Netflix original series and deals that they have now with like Shonda Rhimes, the writer of How to Get Away with Murder and Scandal, um, Kenya Barris, the writer of um, Blackish. Mm-hmm. And um, Genji Conan, the writer of Orange is the New Black, Barack and Michelle Obama, and Ryan Murphy, the the writer of Glee. Okay. So I don't know if you watch any of those shows, but watch out because Netflix mm. is going to be producing some hot wow. stuff coming Chopping up. Netflix. Yeah, they and got I am like a big enough. Everybody's Chopping coming out. Yes, on everybody they are is joining Netflix. So she's going to be overseeing their deals and everything. So I'm excited for this. And shout out to her for making history. First black president of a major network of ABC. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, walk of Fame. DC is bringing its own Walk of Fame. It's going to parallel the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Like you guys always mm-hmm. all know the Hollywood Walk of Fame, of course. Um, well, it's going to be that with a little twist. It's being built leading up to the historic Howard Theater. So that's awesome. It's going to be a mile long spread. The medallion will face the <clears throat> will be faces of entertainers that grace the Howard Theater stage. So mm. that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. It's some entertainers such as Chuck Brown, Marvin Gaye, Ella Fitzgerald, and James <laughs> Brown, just to name a few. So yeah. I'm excited for this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They have a four hundred thousand dollar budget for this. So mm. this is this is major. I love major, the Howard major. Theater. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so many for, legends um, grace that stage. Rock Nation. Gosh. One time, right? No, yeah, Rock Nation. Yeah. For, yeah, Ralph uh, Carter. Ralph Carter. Yeah, shout out to Ralph Carter. I saw yeah. um, uh, George Clinton there. Wow. Man, amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That dude, like, I, I always say, like, if I was back in the day, I would have been a parliament funkadelic. <laughs> I would have been a P-funk. I can see they, that. They were they was getting it in. You Hitch, I'm they talking about rocking, man. Like, it was nonstop. <laughs> That was great. Definitely. Hot Topics of the Week. Okay. Thanks, Keish. No problem. That leverage. I got to get my wife that leverage. That leverage. (laughs) Shout out to Mew Letter. Yeah, Mew Letter. I need the Instagram. Can you shout out one more time? Mew Letter label is the Instagram. M-U-E-H-L-E-D-E-R. So, Mm -hmm. Mew Letter label. Okay. Okay. Shout out to DJ Arno on the check-in. We got some special guests in here. Want them to introduce themselves. Uh Who we got in the building. Will Hug, a.k.a. White Boy Will. White okay. Boy Will. Why they call you that? Oh, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan. We got DJ Michael Jordan in the building. Okay, okay. You know, a couple so of my, a- some of my house heads out there, man. Yes. Uh, you might want to pay attention because these guys got an event called Bessie Soccer. Am I saying that correct? Yes. Okay. okay. Bessie Soccer, the party for the house music purists. Mm. So tell mm. us about the origin of how this event came about? Uh, I think it was about three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Will was tr- 
was going to throw a party because our birthdays are in the same month within I guess a week or two apart, mm-hmm. and it didn't happen. So two years later, we got together again. We said mm-hmm. we would go ahead and do a party. Mm-hmm. So we did a party at uh, St. Mary's, and okay. it, it it was lit. It was mm-hmm. packed. I mean, it went off well. So from there, we decided, hey, let's start. Let's maybe let's put together a party. Mm-hmm. So, but I what I mentioned to Will was I just didn't want it to just be just any type of name. Mm-hmm. I wanted to create a brand, mm-hmm. uh, something that we can be proud of as a people when we come to this event. Mm-hmm. So, me and Will was on the phone. Right. I, I was on the phone and I said, well, I'm I'm I asked four other people. Give me some ideas. I'm a DJ. I'm, I'm not. This is not my market. Mm. So, uh, the four people came back. Two weeks later, they didn't have any names for me. One mm. female, she gave me a few names. They were okay, but I wanted a symbol to match the name. Mm-hmm. So, oh, the symbol to have meaning per se. So, me and Will got on the phone. We punched up. On, we went on Google. We went through all these African signs and symbols and what they meant. Mm. We must have looked at about close to 100, I guess. Yeah. Well, there was, there was a website that I, I go to a lot called um, adinkra.org, mm-hmm. and they go over um, the meanings and the symbols for the adinkra mm-hmm. symbols. The most famous adinkra symbol would be uh, Sankofa. Most people know that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the bird looking back, you know, flying forward, looking back. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were looking through hundreds of those symbols and we were looking for something that had a meaning that was fairly easy to say for folks in Baltimore Mm -hmm. and um, actually had had a meaning that appealed to what we were trying to do yeah so we we both um, we had about three that we liked Bessie Saka was the one we settled on which is a it's basically a symbol of cola nuts and as you may know, in a lot of West African cultures, that's a symbol where if somebody comes into your home, you break the kola nut in half. Mm. And it's a, it's, a sh- it's a symbol of welcoming, but also right. abundance and prosperity okay. and uh, togetherness and unity. Ah. And that, was, that really spoke to us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And we also like the symbol, uh, right. as opposed to some of the other symbols, the symbols... Uh, Many people were saying it looked like a butterfly, but I had to uh, mm-hmm. make an announcement on Facebook. It's not a butterfly. Right. So then I had to stop putting out what the actual meaning of it was. Yeah. Uh, and basically, I mean, and we, of course, had to do a search to make sure no one else is trademarking it or using it for anything else before we pick it up. And we did that. We were clear. So mm-hmm. we felt like it was our time. Mm-hmm. And everything is about timing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because we've been in the scene for 40 years. Mm-hmm. And going to many different events, and uh, mm-hmm. and when we decided to do this, we wanted something that was going to be unique, mm-hmm. that was going to put Baltimore back on the platform that would be recognized in other cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Baltimore has a flavor of its own. Right. Yeah, but to be recognized from other cities, it has to be kind of diverse. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. not just with a Baltimore stamp, mm-hmm. but an everybody's mm-hmm. feel to it. Mm-hmm. So that's when we were looking at this and we looked at the meaning and what it stood for. So when you wear the shirt, it's not like just you just wearing a shirt. Mm-hmm. When you say it, you speak in power to it. Mm-hmm. And to you, I mean, words have power. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so when I, I know the, the last time I wore the shirt when I came to y'all last party, well, one of y'all events, and, and, and somebody stopped me like, that's a powerful shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, right. a, that's, that's a that's right. a dope party. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I know, I've been there. Yeah. That's why I got the shirt on. Yeah. Like, right. yeah. So right. take so take us back to 
Mike, what what started you DJing? How did you get into music? Well, it, it goes way back, man. Uh, it started out as dancing uh, as a young kid. Well, I, I wasn't deep into the martial arts yeah, at an early age. And uh, from there, I don't know what martial arts and music has to in common, but mm-hmm. for some reason, it seems to be it, it's in common in some oh, yeah. way. Oh, yeah. So, uh, back in the day, doing backyard parties with grocery carts, mm, we would literally wow. we would literally have four grocery carts. Two would have records, the other two would have speakers and receivers, and we would walk two, three miles to a party. What? Wow. And DJing parties, <laughs> yes. And we talk in a day where people they, like they do now, right? Wow. <laughs> she. <laughs> There is that for thirty for $35. I mean, that was a big money back in the wow. back in uh, seventy nine, eighty one. So, wow. um, so, but that's the day when no one robbed you. People was actually actually where the party at? They would actually follow you. You have a crowd yeah. of people following <laughs> you for parade. wherever the party is. That's the Mike Parade. That's right. That is dope. That is exactly dope. exactly. So, uh, from there, doing professionally, I was actually with nobody really knows this. But Carver Homecoming Dance in 1982. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew a DJ on the radio who okay. had a promo of Run DMC. Uh, it's like that. Okay. No one ever even heard of Run DMC in, in Maryland, mm, in Baltimore. Wow. So I dropped that record at that Homecoming Dance, and from the first needle drop, it was like, "Who is that?" Wow. Mm. You know, that's play dope. it again. I said, "I'm yeah. gonna have one copy. Just play it again. <laughs> I go ahead and <laughs> turn it over. That's, that's yeah. Play it. You know? Play it again. Right. Oh, so, so just a little bit. You know, the history for us. Me going back there, and from there, uh, I have a cousin named Gregory Strogans who's owned many clubs around the city. Yeah, nice. And uh, mm-hmm. he knew I DJed, and I used to go down to his club called Soracos. Mm-hmm. On uh, 33rd Greenmount. Okay. And he had a little arcade, and I would be down there. And, I mean, I'm 11 years old, 12 years old. And uh, the DJ would come in for the evening because the club is upstairs. Okay. And I would just dance before the people got there because I just loved to dance. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was particular, even at that age, about how the delivery was his attack on his mix and his release, mm-hmm. even at a young age. And yeah. I wasn't, you know. So from there, I started doing more and more parties, and Gregory opened up a spot called Hats mm. on Packer and Franklin Street, and that was when I DJ with Tommy, Teddy, mm. and Jay, uh, John Jay Steinhauer. No one before they were the Basement Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. And uh, I, I kind of felt like it was an education, you know, being the only straight dude in the gay in the gay bar, you know. So I was like, you know, trying to, you know, keep it together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you understand. But, but they will always say like, how you play so well, and you how you relate to us on that music side, and you, you know, you had you had you had a sexual. I said, well, I'm a I'm a I'm a good learner. Mm-hmm. I'm a good student of just watching and observing. Right. So I, that that's where I learned precision and timing because yeah. as soon as you put the wrong song on the wrong timing, they'll just leave the dance floor. So for me, mm-hmm. that pressure. Yeah. I learned pressure at a yeah. young age and how to deal with pressure and how to awesome. study a dance floor and watch the energy and feel the energy from the floor and adjust. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And from there, they um. Let me back up. Gregory Strauss brought Wayne Davis in at Sirocco's. Mm-hmm. That's when I first met Wayne Davis at Sirocco's. And from there, Wayne started managing Hats, the mm-hmm. bar on Franklin and Packer. And that's mm-hmm. when I got a closer relationship with Wayne Davis. Shout and out for, to Wayne Davis. 
Yeah, shout out to Wayne Davis. Legends, absolutely, right? absolutely. Mm-hmm. And from there, they moved to Club Fantasies mm-hmm. on uh, what was the address? It's Howard and uh, Center. I know it's Howard. I think it's 300 North Howard. I think it's 300 North Howard Street. And I started there. But when I started, I was a nobody because Tony Fashaw, Jerome Hicks, which coming from that Odell's era, mm-hmm. they pretty much had the whole city locked right. down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Odell, yeah, exactly. I know a little bit. I know a little bit. So, so, <laughs> so, so, so I'm an alien, you know, coming in. <laughs> you, uh, you know, history, man. Uh, you know, I'm coming in. And uh, back in that day, Friday was the night. Okay. Saturday and Saturday was for older people. The older crowd came out on fr- on Saturdays. Okay. We had Fridays. Okay. So when they put me on Saturdays, I'm like, man, I don't know who I'm going to get to come because that's not a you know a night mm-hmm. we go out. Right. So we had about I had about six people who would come from Columbia, District of Columbia, and they would come in, and I would play my heart out for those six people, and they next week they brought more people, and I played my heart out for those twelve people, mm-hmm. and within a year close to about a year from six to about 600 people wow mm. the line up the street no yep. no act yep. just to hear the dj and, and it's, it's mm. crazy not to cut you off and, and a lot of people need to hear that because my man now started and paid you shout out to aj and paid you. Yes. we had what five people Six people. Right. If I had one of my homegirls like, are you DJing for the air? At good times, <laughs> we had good times. one. I mean, one person at good times. One time, or two. And right. we kept it going. Even our dinner here sometimes. And that right. was me. It was slow. You know? Right. And that was me listening to him. <laughs> him listening <laughs> to me. And I'm like, yo, we just going to keep playing. Right. Keep playing. And then that, that really grew our brand. So that's a, actually a, a great um, like knowledge to drop on somebody. Right. I need people to call up, man. 410-481-1010. Right. Because we can pick your brain. I can pick. Hey, I can write a book on this. That between them two. So, Will, yeah. same question. Mm-hmm. How did you get into music? Well, I, you know, I used to walk like a, a mile to go up to um, Corvette's um, where the um, Foreman Mills is. Mm-hmm. I used to walk a mile up there to get my um, disco records because I was listening to disco. I grew up doing integration West West Baltimore, mm-hmm. and so okay. I was listening to everything. Like mm-hmm. I have, you know, One Nation Under Groove, you know, Groove Line, you know, mm-hmm. Strawberry Letter Number Twenty Three. I have all the original. I have them at home. Like wow. I went and bought those for a yeah. dollar five. You yeah. know? Wow. And, right. um, so I was always into music, and then in uh, sixth grade, they they held a disco in our in our. Um, at Thomas Jefferson Gymnasium and I, I went and I was like oh my gosh this is what I want to do I want to dance mm-hmm. and then later I, I collected music and people would ask me to, to DJ their parties so I had these little, you know I would just do a little um, pause mixing you know with the tape you know tape yeah. to tape yeah tape and, to tape mm-hmm. right and then um, went went up to college was playing everything you know there mm-hmm. on the radio I had a radio show and then I came back to Baltimore for um, first semester spring semester I um, had to leave college and I met uh, Tanya okay, uh, as you know boss. yeah and she's uh, one of our hosts and um, uh, a club legend she knows everybody Wayne Davis and everybody she got me into house she got all of Catonsville in the house we were at uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, people don't believe me house people believe me we were yes, in sound indeed. waves I like that Mike I like that Mike right. house ambassador like <laughs> no really we were we were in sound waves and people would walk in and say what is that you know <laughs> yeah. I mean, people from all walks of life trust me and um, it was uh, Jack Your Body Move Your Body mm-hmm. um, Jump Back um, by Darbrax and um, uh 
All in All by Joyce Sims. Mm-hmm. So I was really into that music. I was, I was buying all the um, house songs. She got me into Odell. She's like, well, if you like this music, you have to come down to Odell's. I was like, what's that? And so I went down. <laughs> and I soon found out. Clubs, man. She had to like vouch for me and say I wasn't, you know, so and so. That was, I was legit. So, so she been bossed up. What you yeah. saying, Mike? Will, so she's been bossed that Will? Yeah, she's been bossed. Okay. She's been bossed for, forever. And then when, okay. when um, <laughs> so I went back to college and we, I went to Oberlin where there's a conservatory. So a lot of people are really into music. And so we had a, we had a disco five nights a week. So I had Saturday, which is the biggest night. And it's nothing like what, you know, what Mike was doing, but I was really into creating something new. So I would mix house and new wave and go go and mm. motown and you know yeah, rock like everything yeah, like soca african right. right and so um but then on the radio i would just do house okay and then um you know back in um back in those days in the late 80s there were there was house you know from every different area every every area had its own flavor so newark had its very soulful you know you know um vocal style and new york had kind of break beats and then Chicago, I was really into the Chicago sound, you know, um, tracks, records, of course, mm-hmm. you know, DJ International, all that. Mm-hmm. actually went out there and got records myself because oh, we didn't cool. have any records. Yeah. And um, even though Cleveland was more, our, I'm sorry, a hip-hop's area, people started getting into a house, at least at our, at our uh, radio station and uh, in our disco. So um, I'd come back on, my, on the weekends, not on the weekends, on the breaks, and see Tommy at Metro and you know, pick his brain, say, you know, can I get some records? You know, I, I went to the club, I heard this song, and you know how Tommy Davis is. He was just yeah. like, oh yeah, that's what, that's this one. If you like that, you never, mm-hmm. you like this. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he was spinning live in the mm-hmm. in in the store, which was kind of rare, as you know. Yeah. And so I would pick up a lot of records from there. So I never really made it to be a club DJ like Mike, but I was always a, a house. He was always around head, yeah. and, and I was yeah. a house ambassador myself, and yeah. like bringing it to places where people didn't hear of it and mixing yeah. it with things that people didn't expect. Right. So um, yeah, and then I, I took a break um, from house when mm-hmm. I moved out to uh, Western Massachusetts. <clears throat> there wasn't a lot of house out there, but when I came back to Baltimore in, in 2000, I just I had to have the release, and I was. I've been dancing since I was in, yeah, you know, you sixth grade. Right, right, right. And <laughs> so then I've just, I got to know everybody all over again. You know? Let me jump on this phone line real quick. We got Sharon on the line. Hello, Hello. Sharon. Hello. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Sharon? Hi, how are you? Good. We're doing are you? great. How you doing? I'm good. This is interesting. I was listening to the gentleman uh, talk about his past and music. That's pretty cool. Well, we appreciate yes. that. You got yes. any questions? I know. Oh, comment. Uh, I want to know how his experience was at Odell's. Yeah. If he, uh, if he enjoyed it or if he thought it was different. Both. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, well my, my experience at Odell's was, first of all, I didn't get in every night I went. That was the thing. And that was the first time I've ever experienced uh, being taken out of a line because of what I had on didn't they didn't like Ooh. what I would have will be well, my shoes didn't match my my, my clothes so they were wow. was off all right exactly so <laughs> so uh, going to Odell's is almost like going to court <laughs> yeah. because you're standing out line I mean you hear this Jurassic system and you out you're outside standing and you're waiting and you just Praying that you get in. It was that deep, that deep. It was that, bro. I, wow, bro. It yeah. was. It was to the point they walk and they looking at what you got on. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. You can't get in with that. Come Sir? Wow. Yes. You almost had to bring a change of clothes in a car. How did this work? <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Is this is this Sharon Nixon? 
Yes, it's a she. Okay, the legendary Sean Dixon. If y'all don't see yeah. from our fashion, I'm, oh, I'm okay, brother. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Thanks for calling in. Actually, we have an event coming up. That's called Youth Open Mic Performance. So once a month, um, it's based off the Chance of Rapper Formula out of oh, Chicago. Wow. Once a month, we have youth come in at the War Memorial Building to display their talents. And it's kind of like a safe zone for the youth. So sometimes they might not want to perform in front of their parents, and we politely ask... Um, for them to step out You know why we do it So at first real quick Sharon, Remember She first asked me to, to come on board I said I don't think Baltimore parents Is going <laughs> to Leave their kids and, right. and come back But um, So we struggling With that a little bit But it, it's actually working So cool. we need the help Of everybody listening right. Pretty sure we're oh, yeah. Going to help out Absolutely. To get some kids To come Absolutely. down Stuff Absolutely. like that And we need you to speak Man y'all Both of you guys With your intelligence and That's what I think Kids need They need a history Absolutely Lesson Absolutely. Along with something That's interesting Absolutely And mm -hmm. go together yeah. So th thanks for calling, Sharon. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Sharon. All right. Have a good one. All right. You too. All right. Yeah, and music being at the core of all that, you know, it's, yeah. it's definitely love, man. I mean, yeah. yeah well, I think it's time me going to. I mean, I, we got since we talking about music. Hey, hey. It's time for this. Oh, yeah. this, is, this is the greatest beat ever made. <laughs> What's up? What's up? It's your boy DJ Duke. This is the artist spotlight live on ten ten W O L B. All right, man. This week I have a pleasure. Uh, the artist spotlight person this week is a great friend of mine. I'm going by the name of DJ Cole. Uh, I started out with DJ Cole. Well, I met her at, at the studio, man. Now I said, at Fuse DMV. So since that day, we, uh, she, she went from using like the virtual DJ program to the Serato program. Mm -hmm. Using the smaller controller yeah. to messing around with the turntable a little. You know, and just involving right. all, the, all the way around the board. Right. And I first met her, she was saying, dude, this is just a hobby. I ain't taking DJ <laughs> seriously. And I, I said, Cole, I'm telling you, you start seeing right. the money and the relationships. Right. Right. And, um, so I'm definitely proud of her. Yesterday was our first toy drive. Um, so it went um, tremendous. A lot of mm -hmm. sponsors come. Right. So I had to give an artist, even though it was a friend of mine, I was like, I gotta give you artist spotlight right. today. Right. Usually I give it to a rapper or a singer, mm, right. but I gotta give it to somebody with a drive. Like, so that was a great. That's what's up. That was dope. great. I love Shout out to Cole. What up, Cole? And I did say last week about female DJs, so I still don't want to say female DJs, but <laughs> salute to the female. Absolutely. DJs. I, like Absolutely. Like, I like to say DJs. Right. Right. I don't like to put them in a box. Right. But at the same time, I understand business and networking. It does make sense to say a female DJ right. sometimes. So I, I get it, but definitely shout out to DJ Cole. That's my artist spotlight. That's what's of the up. Week. Shout out to Cole. Hey. Yes. And the other thing that we had started, man, now that I talked about and keeps to fill you in, every week we wanted to pay homage to uh, someone that passed away in the mm. music business. Mm. Uh, we first started uh, with Lil Scooter last week at my artist showcase. <clears throat> so this week we want to say rest in peace to Smash. Uh, he was a good friend of mine also. Yeah, of course, yeah. My brother. Smash was cool. Yeah, yep. so um, definitely uh, rest in peace to Smash. And you know what I mean? So we just going to keep it moving like that, man. Already. Cool. And so we're going back to the guests, man. <laughs> <laughs> so when is, when is the... The next best age soccer. We have a party coming up this Friday. This, this Friday. Friday. Yeah, Christmas party. Okay, where? The Christmas party of the year. Right? 17, oh, okay. 17, 22. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a monster of a special guest coming in, Jaha okay. Muhammad from New Jersey. Okay. Nice. okay. Yes, uh, Out of this world. Uh, yeah, DJ, a musician? Yes. Or? DJ. DJ. <laughs> DJ. Um, and uh, it's amazing because uh, I only... You know, I have a few of his songs, mm -hmm. but when I punched his name up, man, my mm -hmm. goodness, this dude came down. Mm. Yes, I mean this dude. This dude has this has this stamp on from Jersey. Yes, yes. has this stamp on mm. so much music. I'm I met, gonna check I, his joints yeah, out. I'm gonna try to. I, I met him back and back in eighty eighty seven mm. on on Charles Street, the Depot. He was DJing at Depot, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, he was deep then. 
<clears throat> but you know, again, he's not wow. who he is today. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, it's wow. great. When I, when I say instruments, I was asking you know somehow we got like Dave the drummer, shout the Dave the drummer, or yes. different people with y'all. Do y'all have y'all incorporate that into your party or? Yeah, we have a uh, inner corner, inner corner band comes and does uh, live okay. percussion. Oh, okay. Plus, um, we have you know people bring their own whistles. We have tambourines. People play. People. It's uh-huh. a very interactive party, yeah. and it's. Mm-hmm. It, it's soulful it's African influence but it's all music all people mm-hmm. so it's, it's a very um, unifying fun it's really a fun experience no drama mm-hmm. it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's and really that, cool and that's basically something that a part of the vision is what I wanted I wanted like a multicultural diverse if you really mm-hmm. want to see the love of house oh yeah mm-hmm. oh, I mean yeah. collectively it's everybody mm-hmm. and I think when you label a party a certain way mm-hmm. or advertise a certain way it's kind of like you oust other people and then yeah. when they see that advertising they, they feel like oh that's not for us mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah. and i never want to i never want to party like that i mean i want to party i mean our last party we had our caucasian brothers our asian brothers mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. walked in and, and they jumped right in they felt they, absolutely. Yeah, i caught the vibe one time and absolutely. I, I, I remember now it, now so is this friday where where is the location uh 1722 north Charles street mm-hmm. okay. factory 17 mm-hmm. that's where, a block up from where where my party is a block up yeah okay, okay. Charles and what? right next to the depot uh, well it's about a block before North Avenue okay down the street from mm-hmm. Trips Place is it right, the place right where we Gatsby's. went Lafayette like Lafayette you know what you know where I where? had my parties at Montino yeah, right, right by at 1818 where, where we did the happy hour yeah is it yeah. where what's name has the it's happy a, hour it's a Dwayne block Grove. before yes. that Shout okay. it's a block before that they've been, okay. they've been there I think since 82 well, wow. I believe in Obin since 82. Now I was born in the sound system in there is yes. crazy. It's crazy. It is. I it love is. it. They have probably it's original crazy. sound system. People don't invest in sound like that. What? Right. They got the I, old school. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. They it's got powerful. the old school boxes. They don't, they don't even realize the system is the amusement. Mm-hmm. I mean, the DJs, the DJs add to it, but when you talk about Odell's, man, that's... All they had to do was drop the needle. Does anybody know the who, system who is going to take you on a? It's going to take you on a ride that you've never experienced before. Mm-hmm. I mean, to actually feel like you're in the cabinet. Yeah, so that's, yeah. who, who did the music? Time? Do you know who did? Wow. Um, Boss Lady. You know who did the uh, the sound system at what else? Richard Long. Richard Long. Okay, we need to get him up here. Richard Long. Everybody I talk to talk about the sound system. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm not sure if he's still living. Yeah, yeah, I think oh, he, sorry, did, uh, sorry, yeah. yeah. he did a garage, uh, the Paradise yeah, Garage. Yeah, that's the guy. Oh, really? he, yes, yes, like he's wow. a legendary, absolutely he's legendary when it comes a- a- to sound. Absolutely, I mean, that is, I yeah. mean everybody talks to you about Odell. Of course, I'm way. Like I said, I was born in '88. I never, mm-hmm. never experienced Odell, yeah. but I hear the system was everything. Just like Paradise, absolutely. Shout out to Wayne Davis for you know putting that together and 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 having his heart. You've experienced the Paradise. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Of course. Of course. First, I'm sorry to cut you off, Mike. Have you experienced? Absolutely. Shake and bake. That's talking about our stuff. <laughs> now, okay, oh, okay. What color was the floor in the paradise? See, I don't Trick know question. all of these like questions. I'm like, just saying, you ain't ready. That's how you got each other. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, okay, each other. All right. What color was the floor? Black. I don't even know myself. Well, it was a black and white. Kind of grayish. When you came in, when you came in, it was black and white tile. Yeah, at I the remember end. black and white. And a wooden tile. floor in the in the big area, right. but uh, in the back area was. It was like concrete, concrete for a yeah. while. See, I've never been when the yeah. lights was on. You yeah, guys, coming, you guys right? been when but the see, lights were on. Coming, y'all, we coming out. Um, Sue DJ Big L era stuff like that. So right. floor might have been different. 
don't know. I, I don't, <laughs> no, the floor you know is the same. Yeah, they the just same. extended the back areas, like old, like new rooms. Uh, back it's always when been it first like came that. out, it's always been like it was. Yeah. It was a concrete throughout the whole <laughs> thing when it first opened. Yeah, when it first opened, it was all concrete. Then they had a little basketball. Yeah, they had a basketball. That was my Friday night. It was. It was Hammer Jacks first. My Hammer Jacks, not mm-hmm. the back in the right, day. Right. My Hammer Jacks right, first. Right, right, right. I mean, yeah. The Rachel. And then go to Paradise. That was my Friday night. You're right. five in the morning, come well, on. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing about our party is it stays open until, until five. So a lot of people wow. will, Ooh, will start another that. party and, and come to ours. You know, so that's nice. Wow. Yeah. I love it. So you DJ all night? No, actually, I've been actually bringing on board some of the Baltimore DJs. I mean, because this is my opportunity to show my love. Right. To the Baltimore, to the Baltimore DJs, mm-hmm. and I, besides coming to supporting their parties, now I can actually support them by bringing them on board and playing. Yeah, yeah so Excellent. it's my way, to, my way to give back to, to the you know the DJ industry. House music. What, yeah. what DJs do you work with in Baltimore? Well, well, uh, I've had Damon Ramsey uh, mm-hmm. come play with me. DJ Baby. DJ Baby. Yeah. Andrew yeah. Hogan. Biscuit. Yeah, Andrew Hogan. Biscuit. I haven't had Biscuit yet. Yeah, had, OG, oh, came had, OG came through. OG, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've had OG. I've had OG. Uh, um, Darrell, uh, Daryl Lewis, Daryl Lewis. Oh, you yes. had um, you had uh, uh, Mark Evans. Then you have uh, what's my man name? Mark, uh, Mark Henry. Mark, Mark Henry. Henry. Yeah, right. Sorry, Mark, Mark, Mark Henry. Henry. Yeah, and uh, Mark. Uh, what's Mark Moultrie? Mark, Mark Moultrie. Oh yeah, Mark right. Moultrie. Yes. Okay, okay, yes. okay, okay. And, yeah, and yeah. these are guys that you know. We've always known each other for many years, but again, now that I'm back on the scene, because I stopped DJing for like. Since '93, I stopped DJ. Wow, I, mean, I, I, I stopped. Twenty something. Yeah. But you know, you know, it's crazy when you hear when DJ and the whole name. You know, they serious. They like I'm DJ Duke, and I ain't got my whole name. Hey, <laughs> right. Don't you ain't Duke. <laughs> right. So I hear a DJ like but that's old school. Mike, that's this, how they did this it. Mike Williams today. today. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me like, jump on the phone serious. real quick. Okay. Let me jump on the phone real Who quick. Who we got calling? Uh, we got Rome on the phone. Rome. Rome. What's going on? What's is, up, Rome? Is this all year money? <laughs> you already know. What's up, man? <laughs> What's up, bro? How you feeling? Hey. Fresh off tour. How you feeling? Good, good, man. Just, you know, calling to show y'all some love, man, because y'all always show me love. So, you know what I mean? Let me set y'all know. Keep going with y'all doing, man. I'm loving what y'all doing. That's Thanks. Right. Appreciate that, Ron. Right. Hey, Ron, real quick. Um, um, so, the t- are, you, are y'all currently on tour? When your tour start back up? And what's the name of the tour? Uh, well, the tour, the Ralph Carter Coach Tour, we just, we, the last one was in DR. Um, mm-hmm. So we wait for the next leg to come up, and then we'll I'll put them dates out once those dates start coming. So of course everybody know that's Rail Carter and I, um, Rock Nation, and it's Jay Z nephew. We've been on tour with him since October 2017. Been moving with that White Boy Frazier, you know, signed to the plug on on mm-hmm. all the streaming um, outlets. White Magic. Um, and then we got the mixtape uh, White Magic that been doing real good. But I just signed a new artist, Lil Teasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Congrats on that. To get, get them up on there, man. And then, like I say, they got a joint project coming out. Y'all gonna be the first one to hear this name, man. I, I appreciate that. I, that's because I rock with y'all. I pre- hey, Ron, but listen. First one. Hey, Ron, if you need somebody to carry your luggage and stuff, let me know. I have no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I seen them signing bonuses y'all yeah, giving out over there. So. I, I got to give it to him. They did shout the Rock Nation Rail Car. They gave me an opportunity to DJ for Rail Carter himself. Wow. He came That's to so Baltimore. Right. And uh, after that, we went to uh, we went to uh, DJ Flo was at um, yeah, Spy Yet on Friday. Yeah, you for you. That's so that was a great opportunity, right. DJ. Like not just for Rock Nation, but right. in front of one of his A and R's and Rock Nation. So thanks again for that, yeah. Ron. Appreciate you, Ron. Always, man. Always. And look, be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. It's called Two Headed Monster. Okay. White boy Frazier TV. Okay. We got you. It. All right, Ron. All right, my man. All right. Yeah, man. Yeah. So. 
Just That's trying, what's up. Trying to stay in the community. So let me ask you, so do y'all do things like give back to the community and well, any we, ideas like well, that? Well, that's definitely the next move. Okay. Because, again, we, we're, I mean, we're still in our infancy stage. Yeah. Uh, we're only on our third party at this particular location. So wow. we So starting the spring, we definitely plan to start doing drives mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Uh, but again, that's uh, indefinitely in the plans without question. I mean, because giving yeah. back is basically is what Best Say Soccer is giving back. I mean, uh, when you come to our events, we I actually have hosts. I pay mm. hosts to, just to go around. Like because back in the day, you had people in the club that made you feel welcome, welcome and yeah. special. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I want to bring that back to this the party scene. That mm-hmm. feeling of yeah, it's only ten dollars, but. The experience was much more than that. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. are you okay? Hey, Absolutely. Yeah, just, and we have somebody passing out mints. And, I'm about I mean, to say, we had birthday cake last right. time I came. Every, every, every time. time. Every time. Hold on, explain this. Hold on, explain We had please. some cake. So I could just come to parties and birthday cake? Yeah. They yeah, had yeah, cake. They yeah, had passing yeah, out cake. We, we celebrate every party. But somebody had a birthday. It wasn't no, no birthday. No, it's, it's not, not for birthday. It's the best day soccer cake. It's, it's <laughs> for the party. Who yeah. makes the cake? Who uh, makes the some cake? special people we know. I can't give you out all our secrets. Let me ask you a question. I think everybody want to know. I want to know who's the better dancer. Who's the better dancer? Yeah, I just want to know. <laughs> you got to ask, you ask the, ask boss, the boss. Ask the boss over there. That's you know you're there. a true boss. You want to be a boss. Yes. I, I, can you come in for a second, boss? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows she is the best dancer. Well, she so. is the best dancer. Yeah. Yes. Them dance or me dance? Them dance or me dance? We know she's the best. We know you can kill a dance for. Well, see, this is the thing. White boy Will, I taught him. So right. 30, 32 years ago. 32, 32 years, years ago. ago. So now all I'm saying is I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for that. <laughs> no, thank you for that nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you got, you got to see Mike dance. She didn't want to be biased because she taught Mike how to dance. I think she I just wanted to throw Will, that out no. there. I see Will no, she, she, she taught Will. She taught me. Oh, okay. you, you, but you got to come to the party just to see Tanya dance. Oh, oh the whistle. You, and she got the whistle. Yeah, just yeah, watch out. When she gets the whistle boy, and yeah. the moves yeah. at the same time, Man, watch out. Yo, I felt the energy so much, I started hosting. I ain't never hosting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to DJ Five He came up to me like, dude, you're doing a good job, but they don't really talk a lot on the mic. If, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out I'm, to Five Star. Yeah, he's he did a good, good energy. was okay. crazy. Okay. So I'm, I'm acting like it's a regular party. Right. Yeah, man. I was, you know I mean? Talking good. But I, it was, I it was, was just friend. impressed that he was dancing. Yeah. And talking on the mic. He yeah. never dances and never oh. talked to him. Yeah, I don't never do that. Yeah. He was okay. at our party. It was talking. I'm like, go ahead, dude. It was biblical, man. Okay. That's a vibe for real. That's a vibe. That's a vibe. Don't be scared to come out and experience it, miss. Yeah. I think I'm Tanya on the dance floor. Uh oh. Yeah. She two stepping or she was doing the, the, the whistle thing. No, she took no, it to we another was, level. We no, went up level. We was oh both kind of two stepping. Well, I've, I've seen you two steps. Yeah, now you ain't too sure, buddy. <laughs> but you got that spin. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't he, sleep. He got the old school spin. Don't <laughs> sleep. He got the old school spin. <laughs> don't <laughs> tell him. <laughs> don't sleep, Will. They got, don't even yo, know. You, you no. can't dance as a deep. You can't dance. Come on, cool. man. But I see Will. You can't trust the DJ who can't dance. Listen, wow, I like that one. I like Listen. that one. I like that one. So that way, I like that you got them two right there. I can dance. Exclude me from that. I can dance. Listen, I'm cool. Don't sleep on me. This is the party to go to if you want to express yourself you can be the best dancer or this is your first step 
on you know on the dance floor. Yeah. I mean, people. That's the nice thing about house. People don't judge you about how you dance. When you go out there, you just do your own thing. People, you know, feel your vibe. They come over and dance with you, maybe or maybe not. Sometimes people dance on their own. Don't ever feel like you have to have somebody to dance with at our party. People just go off. One of my one of my good friends, Marty, my man, Party Marty. He always said. It's about in house music. It's about you and the DJ. Mm-hmm. It's not about right. partners. It's none right. of that. Mm-hmm. It's about you That's right. and the DJ. That you're going right. to feel a vibe with the music itself. Yes. Right. You know. So if we need the boss to verify, can I dance or not? <laughs> we, we ain't got that much time. Oh, for that so now. she spoke on that. We, we, we ain't got that much time. She spoke on that. She oh, said, she not said not yes, he can. Oh, I know. That's what she said. I know. <laughs> Well, I, right, I so we know. got a question we ask all our guests. So we'll start here with the DJ. <clears throat> right. Um, but now let's start with Will. So what, how important is the DJ? Well, you know what? I, I want to bring this back to my college days. Because in mm-hmm. my college days, we, I took um, this, this course on um, African-American music. Okay. And so we started with African, traditional African music. And it was explained to us um, by this illustrious jazz um, practitioner that the drummer the relationship between the drummer and the dancer is is very important you can't mm. take one and the other it's not like somebody and like your your centric culture where you have somebody on the stage and people sit in the audience and they sit and they and then at the end they clap you know, in the african cultures african diaspora the the, the the attention and the relationship between the performer and the dancer is very very important and so i feel like in house it's exactly that okay. if the dj is not doing what they're supposed to be doing people leave the floor if the if the if the DJ responds to the dancers, the dancers get even more hype and oh, more yeah. into yeah. it. And the DJ can control control the environment just like the dancers can kind of push the environment. Mm-hmm. So I, I've I've seen it on both sides as an amateur DJ and as an amateur dancer. And I really feel like that's what we have going for us in our party is that that relationship between every DJ that comes in there and all the dancers is is really a special thing. You gotta experience it yourself. Okay. Well, my take on it, the DJ is everything. I mean, he's the reason why you're there, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless it's Odell's, then you want to experience the system. The system plays a part, too. Uh, the DJ, to me, that connection that the DJ has, he's like a, he's almost like he's an artist. He's, he's painting a picture. I have to speak by house. I can't speak for any other genre of music. Yeah. But it's like he paints a picture. And you'll follow him as he's painting his picture. So it's almost like you come to hear his mind, mm. not so much as your favorite song. Mm. Because if any DJ can play the top forty. See, we must understand. You can mm. play a list of top forty, mm. and people say, "Man, that party was banging." Yeah, but, mm, the mm. right. But but to actually take people somewhere mm. that they didn't even know where they, where they were going. I love it. I've learned. I mean, I I've, I've had people come to me and they can remember my mixes from thirty years ago. I remember when you mixed this, like. What you remember a mix? Mm. I mean, they can re- actually remember my mixes mm. from the fantasies. I'm like, wow, you know. I mean, I mean, the Bible, I mean, even the Bible declares, "Brag not on yourself, let others brag on you." So even when I hear stuff like that, I say to myself, "I must have been pretty good," yeah. you know, to actually be able to put mix of songs together like that. So to me, the DJ is everything, That's man. He's up, the man. maestro. Yeah, he, I love he, it. He controls. He controls the mood of the party. I'm talking days when DJs they. They DJ for seven hours. I used to DJ for seven hours mm-hmm. the entire night. But now you have three, four DJs on the bill, so you may only get an hour in. Mm-hmm. So people may not get a full uh, view of what you're able to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So many, but you're just getting warmed up in like that hour. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A- ab- absolutely. You're just getting warmed up in that hour. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah. D- the DJ is everything, man. <laughs> He's everything. Well, we got our special. Uh, 
I, I, it looks like we got a special artist spotlight on the line here. Okay. Uh, DJ Coke. Coke. Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey, what's Cole. up, DJ Coke? What's up, hey, Coke? I just, I was just calling to show y'all some love, and I also wanted to say, um, I just want to say your guests today are very, they're, they're very inspiring. Thank um, you. The Thank you, them saying, saying that they carry records for miles to events. Mm-hmm. That shows a lot of hard work and dedication. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about starting from the bottom and Absolutely. seeing that progress and seeing that hard work and dedication to greatness and to become great. Thank you. It's very inspiring. Hey, you. You, you mentioned something about studying the crowd. Like recently, I've gotten a lot of compliments on that because that's that's real important. But Absolutely. I just want to say you guys are very inspiring today. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very Thank much. You. Cole, did Thank you know you were the artist spotlight today? No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, she was. To you. We just had a we just had a shout out to DJ Cole. She was the artist spotlight. Yeah. Duke Duke did his piece about you today. So it's great that you called in. Yeah, appreciate that. Thank you. I thank y'all. No, no doubt. Thank appreciate you as well. the call. Thanks, Cole. All right. You're so so did so uh like well, do you have family that's in the music? Kids uh, or relatives or well, yeah, I mean, I, when I was growing up, um, both my parents sang. My dad actually toured um, South America in college singing. What? Yep. Wow. And my, um, in a choir, my mom was in a choir, and, and I grew up in the church, so we sit, I sang in the church choir, and then I went okay. to my sister sings, and um, uh, both my daughters sing. Um, my son doesn't sing as much. Um, wow. My, my um, daughter plays, a, she played a really mean cello, but she gave it up, and um, she taught herself keyboards so I think you know musical um, there's some sort of musical passion there mm. throughout the generations yeah. okay well I actually owe it to my I have an older blue line. yes <laughs> my older brother uh, who was an aspiring artist mm. and uh, at the tender age of 8 years old when he would be painting he would be playing records Wow. And I, I like spending time around my brother, so I would just sit and watch him paint and just listen to the music. Mm-hmm. And it actually wow. immersed a young soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people who are actually DJs or musicians, mm-hmm. if they if you listen to them talk, they will say that they've been around music. They've just been around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you sit, it will actually mm-hmm. immerse your soul. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. That made me think of a event. You know how I got ideas. What if we? I know we do sip and paint. I DJ a lot of them. What if we do, especially with the youth, right? Because I, I really care. I care a lot about adults, everybody. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the youth is really important, right? Right. Yes. What if, what if, what if, how do y'all think about this idea? We did something like a sip and paint, where as though you got the music playing, right? Mm-hmm. And and a child can get up in front of everybody, and you can paint. Your feelings right. of that wow. song. Wow. This thing is just some ideas. Wow. Mm-hmm. For what you just said, like, like Cole was saying, for what you just said. Like, you know what I, mean? yeah. I like that. I like that. I, I like that. From what your well. brother. Yes. And he was painting. So, what's your, does he still paint now? Well, or well, well, God bless his soul. Uh, he's, okay. he, he's in heaven now. Okay. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, owe, I really owe it to him. Absolutely. I, I really did because. Again, just sitting around and listening and watching him dance while he's actually enjoying it. Mm. So just watching him mm-hmm. and just listen to this music. And then I started <clears throat> liking music. And when I started DJing, I learned how on one turntable, counting counting bars mm-hmm. and, and putting the needle back about 2,000 times. If I had two of these, I would catch this break. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I was so good at putting the needle back. And I could put it back so fast, it would be on beat. Mm-hmm. And I could just put it back. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And so when I got two... Hands down, I mean, putting that needle where I needed it was like, you know, nothing. Mm. So, so, so this is playing one more time. So, turn table spin. See, I'm I'm very, okay. I'm very into. I'm gonna go probably do this. Okay. Top fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I yeah, like, he's like, like, he plays on turn tables yeah, I, I, right I, now. I, I just love new things. So, all right, so excuse me, one more time. Um, if the record's spinning, the record's spinning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You see your break. You mm-hmm. can see your break. As soon as that song breaks, 
right before the break is over, put it back at the beginning of the break. Mm. Put it okay. back at the beginning of the break. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so just, just catching just, just catch, right, catch my break and, and okay. extending it. So basically, yeah. looping. I basically, exactly. Looping. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. exactly. So looping the exactly. rip like a, a, a traditional loop. Like you would do instead of using the, the, the cue button. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. DJs put a little piece of tape on the middle of the record yeah. on the label. So you remember exactly where to put it. You can see the groove sometimes. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's heavier or or lighter depending on what's going to yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, that's, kind of, that's that's what's actually difficult for me. Every time was I was trying to because I'm trying I'm, I'm teaching. I taught myself how to use turntables. Okay, but now I'm teaching myself the like original vinyl records, not oh, just the digital. Got right, it's, exactly. It's kind of hard. So you didn't start on you didn't start with 1200. No, no, no. Okay. I have only been doing it like five years. Oh, okay. So oh, okay. You still in the CD stage? Yeah, and I just fell in love with turntables. I mean, I mean, now I don't own a control. I just oh, okay. turntable like. You know, they, you know they're coming back. But trying to say, well, yeah, they well actually, well, shout out to Rain. The Rain, I wait for my Rain 12s. Okay, okay. That's the new era. And that's the, okay. uh, you, know, you know what the Rain is? I haven't heard that. So the Rain is, uh, um, Jazzy Jeff actually uh, endorsed Oh, I saw it with the little yeah. piece in the center. So, yeah, so okay. basically, you know what? It's no needle. It's needleless. Right, right. So you right. can lift it up. I and you know what the time table, the vibration, the message of right. the needle. Right, mm -hmm. exactly. Again, I'm learning. So right. it irritates me sometimes. DJing, the speakers is. Right, exactly. Right. Oh, speaking of that, now at. At uh at the club or else, right? Okay. I know you say you right. was coming at. Right. So I just sent up Wayne Davis probably with no two. With all the vibrations from the speakers, how did he use turntables and keep the party going with all that vibration? Well they they they're, they're suspended on rubber bands. So put rubber band mm. Exactly So It's so, like hanging in the air Exactly So that the vibration Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, So the speaker You said the speaker's room Well, well, well the, the booth is about 20 feet in the air I heard about that I, that, yeah. I heard about The booth's about 20 that. feet in the air So I'm not sure If they were as affected As I was at Fantasies Because uh -huh. at Fantasies I'm right on the dance floor Okay So the, the turntable Was just yeah, like Yeah the vibration I'm just like I, mm -hmm. you, you know I had to hold them still From the from the floor movement <laughs> Yeah absolutely. You yeah. know <laughs> I mean So you mm. said you put a, a rubber band it, it's No he folk? said They were suspended From rubber bands Rubber Pain. band, it's a little square, and it's rubber bands on hooks on okay. each corner. It's about maybe, I guess, 30 or 40 rubber bands just to sustain the weight. Wow. And that's how they would do it, and they actually move. You can touch them, and they move. What? Yeah, so wow. they, it actually absorbs, you know, any vibrational mm -hmm. sound, yep. so they yep. neither wouldn't skip. Yeah, yeah. Man, we need y'all back, man. We got to put summer together. <laughs> I want to tell, tell Wayne Davis' story. Um, one, one of my favorite memories was going to Signals. Um, mm -hmm. He would go to Signals, and... Um, and he'd have the tape. He'd have the tape decks going. I mean, the reel to reel going. He had three turntables going, and there was this one little spot you could like squirrel up next to him and look into the DJ booth and see what he was doing. Mm. And that's when I knew I wanted to be a DJ when I could see him do that. Wow! And very as Michael was explaining, very few DJs booths are like that. They're usually like at our party. It's way up high. You can't see what the DJ is doing. Mm -hmm. But that at Signals it was kind of cool because right. you could, you could uh, yeah. like one or two people. Could Go up and see what he right. was doing, and he—he's right. just a, you know, a, a, a magician, really. I heard, I heard. Teddy oh, yeah. said the same thing. I'm gonna go into this little piece here. Yeah, it's your boy DJ Knowledge. We getting ready going to this positive word of the day. Tune in. So as y'all know, you know, once a month I'm going to dedicate my section to the veterans, you know, and uh, today another black soldier fact has to do with the Buffalo Soldiers. Originally were members of the 10th Cavalry Regiment of the United States Army, formed on September 21st, 1866. They were nicknamed by Native American tribes who fought in the Indian Wars because of the bison coats they wore in the winter. The Buffalo Soldiers mainly served on the Western frontier following the American Civil War. One of the most famous Buffalo Soldiers was Lieutenant Henry O. Flipper. He was West Point's 
first black graduate and America's first black officer, and he became the first black hero in the ranks of the black regiments. July 28th is Buffalo Soldiers Day, proclaimed by President George Bush in 1992 to celebrate the all-black army regiment's outstanding legacy of service. The Buffalo Soldiers, as Bush acknowledged, are a historically important group best remembered for fighting on America's western frontier. But their achievements were not limited to the western United States, Bush said. Members of the Buffalo Soldiers served in other parts of America and in places as far as Cuba, Mexico, and the Philippines. Never questioned the patriotism of American black heroes. This unknown black soldier fact was brought to you by Salute to Duty, your leader in patriotism marketing. I got a question for you guys. Do y'all know the significance of the number 22 when it comes to veterans? Anybody? The number 22? The number 22. Mm-hmm. No. 22. Nope. Okay. Drop the jewel. Yeah. That is the unfortunate number of veterans that are killed by suicide each day wow. due to PTSD. Wow. Each day? Each day. That's, that's wow. So, with that being said, the DJ Booth is partnering with the Salute to Duty to bring awareness to the veteran suicide and to support those organizations that reach out to veterans in distress. We are going to, coming in the future, we're going to be letting our listeners know how they can participate in the Salute to Duty 22 Challenge. Mm-hmm. So, that, that'll be coming next month. So, remember, this holiday season, think about our veterans, reach out to them and thank them for their service. They sacrifice so much to protect our freedoms. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. So, Absolutely. that's the word. Wow. That's my word for the day. Yes. Yeah. So, um, where, Mike, where can we uh, reach you at and go over your event one more time before we get out of here? So, the event is on Friday. This Friday starts at 10 p.m., goes to 5 a.m. into Saturday morning. Club, uh, it's called Factory uh, 17. It's at 1722 North Charles Street. Okay. Uh, that's one block up from the uh, Penn Station, one block before you get to Gatsby's, two blocks, block and a half before you get to North Avenue if you're going up North Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hit us on Instagram, White Boy Will, W-Y-T-B-O-Y-W-I-L, or Bessie Saka, the, you, you say it. Bessie Saka, the party for the house music purse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And on uh, Facebook, you just look up Bese Saka, B E S E Saka, S A K A. Right. I mean, how long, how many years have I been doing this? Oh, man. Oh, well, yeah. oh six months. months. Well, six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Five months. to six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Following that crazy already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. dope. Man. Where can they find you at, Mike? Facebook. Facebook. Follow Facebook. Yes, uh-huh. uh, I have a Best Day Soccer page. That's a, well, I mentioned the Best Day Soccer page. I have that page. I also have a Michael Jordan page as well. Okay. Uh, that you can you can follow me on there, and mm-hmm. I have an Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Also, Best Day Soccer Instagram page, as well as a Michael Jordan page there as well. Okay. okay. All right. All right. So now we find you. you catch me at DJ Knowledge on Instagram. DJ N I L E D G E. And what you got going on this weekend or this week? Uh, well. Nothing really. I'm gonna be at Best Hey Soccer. Okay. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Best Hey Soccer. Yeah, I'll okay. be there. I'm yes. trying to get to make sure. I see. You know, I got next week. We got the Remember, which yep. will be the next joint, which will be uh, what two days after Christmas, the 27th. Will yep. be the next Remember party at 1818 North Charles Street. Yeah, from seven to twelve. Up, man. That's a nice spot, bro. Right. Yeah, yeah, thanks. That's a nice spot. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, Keys, how about yourself? What's up, DJ Keys? Hey, Hey, dude. Keys. <laughs> that leather. Jeez. You can find me at Keish the Brain, K-E-E-S-H-T-H-E-B-R-A-N-D, or Little Miss Butterfly Events. 
Okay, and what you got coming up, Miss Boss Lady? Um, I think I just have like private events. You know, my memory is horrible, but I think I just have like private events. <laughs> I didn't events. know that. I forgot. Yeah, it, it really is. I really private <laughs> events. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and you know, private events, you make you name your price, so. Mm. See, that was uncomfortable. Just ask me my question, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get out of here, please. That was <laughs> <laughs> You got a sound effect for that, but I don't know. That's <laughs> How you doing, Keisha? How you doing, dude? <laughs> you ready? You ready to stop playing with me? Yeah. Where can we find you, you at? Um, Instagram on the grind, Duke, as Keisha like to say. Uh, my Facebook is DJ Duke Live. My uh, official website is the uh, mixtape gorilla DJ Duke <clears throat> dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, holla at me this weekend. I got. Uh, it was today. We got Friday. I'm going to stop past uh, Bessie oh, Soccer. Bessie yeah. Soccer. Bessie yes. Soccer. But um, also, immediately found out I'm at New Edison Lounge. Uh, shout out to Big Ant Mo. That's going to be uh, ridiculous. Shout out to Edison Lounge. Yeah, shout out to Jazz. going to be ridiculous. Um, shout out to DJ TNT will be there for me. Um, Saturday, um, have an event 5 to 9. Um, then Sunday's a private event. The Sunday, same day, another Christmas party. Five. No, yeah, actually, Saturday's the Kiss Foundation. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Marae. I'm Marae Bowles, Muzzy Bowles, uh, sister and cousin stuff. So, mm-hmm. great weekend, busy yes, weekend. Yes, Be blessed, man. You know what I yes. mean? Any, any quick quotes uh, out of day room for anybody? <laughs> uh, stay thankful for the things you have and don't worry about the things you don't. Ooh, Amen. that's a good one. Quick quote, fellas. I know it's on the spot. No, I just wanted to say uh, Leave No Trace is a great movie about uh, PTSD and veterans, mm-hmm. so I want to make sure if people are interested in this issue, they get out there and see that film before it leaves theaters. Okay. Yeah, hit mm-hmm. us up, man, if you need some information on it. Real quick, on the spot, DJ. Ah, uh, he kind of spoke for us. <laughs> <laughs> We're, kinda... <laughs> We're a team right now. <laughs> That's like what's that up, man. Real quick, Keith. Keep God first. I can okay. I can. Go I, I believe we keep God Absolutely. first, man. Keep, keep God first. Genuine leather is the goal today. Genuine, genuine leather. Genuine. I thought it was make sure genuine. You're not, no, it's a new word. Genuine. <laughs> that's the artist. No, that's no. That's how I feel when I look at your leather. Genuine leather. <laughs> just just go with it. People start hashtagging genuine leather. I'm gonna send them to your girl. Oh, we appreciate all our yeah. listeners appreciate listening you. out there, man. Check out the YouTube page, Wise yeah. Guys yeah. underscore ENT for Booth all the previous episodes. Thanks for listening in. Peace. Thanks for having us.